Welcome to the Transformation Church Weekly Follow-Up Podcast. Our goal is to help create context and drive conversation to learn more of what God has for us. Now, let's join our team as we get to follow up, break down, and gain deeper insight into this week's message. Hey guys, welcome back to the Transformation Church Weekly Follow-Up Podcast. I am Justin Oswald, the Executive Pastor of TC, and with me back today is the Lead Pastor, Brad Livingston. What's up guys? Good to be back. Another week, another sermon, another follow-up podcast, and uh, kicked off a brand new series this past week called God With Us. We're going to get into all the good stuff We are about that here in just a few minutes, but before we do... Uh-oh. Here we go. The man, the myth, the legend. Uh-oh. Pastor Dan was at the Leadership yeah, Pipeline with us see, last week. <laughs> I, was, I was ready for it, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, my man Juwan's on the podcast. What up? See? Yeah, Pastor Dan was at the Leadership he was. Pipeline last week. Dropping truth. It truth was, bombs. It was <laughs> I heard all about Mine it. Mine was blown. Yeah, but anyways, not what we're talking about on the podcast today. Oh, Shout yeah. out to PD, but... um. Juwan, good to have you on the podcast. I'm happy to be here. I know you are. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, man, coming off a, a good Sunday, kicked off the new series, like we said. Uh, some people still traveling. I know a lot of people got to check it out online. Back from Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Uh, yeah, next year, Church of the Movies, we're going to do, we're going to push it back to catch it where we do one of the Church of the Movies the Sunday after oh, Thanksgiving. So That's cool. Yeah. Thanksgiving. But, Everybody's out of town doing the yeah. family thing. Doing the family thing. I didn't go out of town this year, but I know it was good. I ate a lot of turkey. Yeah, we went on to that uh, Indian powwow. Oh yeah, you did. Oh yeah, awesome. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm native because I wanted to dance the entire time. <laughs> you should have. You know, me and John. Uh, you know, uh, we know a lot of people that go out there for that. Yeah, from our uh, last church, our old church. There's actually mm-hmm. a lot of people out there. A lot of young people. It was wild. Yeah, it's a big deal. I didn't know how big of a deal it was, so we Getting got out there. They say it's a lot of fun, though. I never went out there, but they say it's Amazing fun. I'm, I'm always gone. Roasted corn. Oh, come on. Phenomenal. Yeah? It's a good time. You went to your mom? My mom and uh, um, who else was with us? I think. Hmm. Yeah, it was my mom. Sounds like it was an important day. <laughs> yeah, it was my mom. <laughs> That's good. I was focused on my roots, okay? <laughs> I was hanging out with my Indian family. Uh, Native Americans. Oh, my Native American family? <laughs> No, that's cool. The, yeah, the powwow awesome. is a big deal. Yeah, yeah, it is. Especially um, you get up past Molino, isn't it past Molino, right? Yeah, it's an Atmore. It's an Atmore. Atmore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's way out there. Yeah, man, it was. Uh, it looked good. Your pictures look dope. I didn't know y'all were doing that. Yeah, yeah. This is my my mom's second year. That was my first year. Yeah, I, I know. Because so cool. I thought you were gonna be in my house, and then I thought so too, but. <laughs> <laughs> but, you, but you weren't <laughs> yeah but i wasn't <laughs> yeah so no it's all good we've had we had you know typical uh circus at our house so uh you know there's usually a good 25 people at any given time some of our friends came in town holly and martin and Shout their out. kids hazel and tyler yeah they were there they used to be at tc back in the day um they moved to north carolina so hoping they move back sometime soon north but, carolina yeah or south carolina north they're in the Carolinas somewhere. One of the Carolinas. Uh, yeah, so they're yeah. there. They should just combine that and make it one state. What a thought. The Carolina. And the Dakotas. The Car- <laughs> Add the. The yeah. only state with the in it. The Carolina. The Carolina. Same with the Dakotas. Yeah. Well, the Why do they each get two senators? They need to be one state and just have two oh, senators. God. We're not getting into that. We're not doing that. We're not doing that. We're <laughs> not not what doing this that. is about. <laughs> there's like, uh, like 5,000 people. Catch him on the Real Talk podcast. Seriously. I eat a lot of turkey at Thanksgiving. Yeah. Because I bought that. Remember I told you I bought that whole fried turkey yep. for myself? Yep. And then you had it someone was, make you some stuffing, right? My aunt. Dressing. Stove top? No, 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 no. no. Dressing Real. or so, stuffing? It was dressing. Okay. It wasn't stuffed. We had this conversation. I think there's more to it than that. I don't think so. I think you're wrong. I don't know how much time you spend in the kitchen, Justin. But A good bit now. <laughs> it oh, yeah, can't be mean. stuffing if it's not stuffed into something. What if it was stuffed into that pan before it was put in the oven? No, that's dressing. I, 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 I don't know. know. I, 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 I've got to be right. <laughs> I've heard you make that statement on a I, number of occasions. I'm, I'm, I know I'm right. So, anyways. But the fried turkey I bought Fire? was big. Like I didn't oh, really? Like it was, it was like a fifteen there's a, pounder. There's a lot of meat on a turkey. If you've never carved a turkey, have you ever carved one? Oh, absolutely. I'm usually the one that carves our turkeys. Yeah. So, um, and then I went to my dad's, but I had all this for myself. 
I was eating turkey last night. Still, still eating turkey. It was Sunday night. Like, yeah, huh? I'm not. I'm done now. It's probably no longer uh, another day or so. It surely it ain't no good after it was cooked That's Wednesday. Sunday. Yeah, yeah. I'd probably be getting close yeah. to the end. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was good though. The, My comfort level of leftover turkey and chicken is probably four, five, days six days is, is pushing it. But man, that dark meat mm. and the, even the 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 breast meat was so good. Yeah, juicy from I, the fried turkey. I don't know. I feel like. Six days, six days out, it's like eating styrofoam now. It's real dry. I don't really like turkey. You never had good turkey then. That must be it. Turkey's just so dry to me. Dark meat turkey. Oh. Dark meat turkey's where it's if at. You, if you, if you, if you think turkey is dry, then you haven't had someone cook it that knows how to cook it where it's not. Because done right, it's not. Well, and the, it's delicious. I think it, the, it will dry out. Yeah, that's the thing. Is like, and I think it's really hard because most of. Most of the time when we're eating turkey, because most of the time when you're eating turkey, you're eating it with us because you and your mom have been a part of our Thanksgivings for like a decade now. Yeah. Um, and there's like 30 people. So by the, you cook the turkey, but by the time everyone shows up and then their sides get reheated because it took forever for everyone to show like it's not like it was. You know, It's not like there's six people and you carve it real quick and eat See, it. See, that makes know? me kind of anxious. I don't know if I can handle that. Yeah, well, because people don't show up on time. You just kind of get used I, to it. You know, Demarcus came to our Thanksgiving this year. You know, because if you tell people twelve, and people we're, we're eating at twelve, solid one o'clock. Uh, see, nah, I'd be, <laughs> yeah, I we have like appetizers though. Like we're grazing on other food, but yeah, but then you're messing up your your. your I know. Trust me, I know. Yeah, I know. but I mean, Thanksgiving is one of those days that you eat all day. It is. Yeah, but when we say, but what if someone says that, hey, we're eating at 12, that means you best be there by 1130 to get your crap heated up. Because eating at 12 I, means eating at 12. I would totally agree with I that. The problem that. is people be late, and then it's like, boy, look. And then I got to say something and ruin everybody's Thanksgiving. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm the bad everybody guy. Everybody mad. <laughs> right? <laughs> Y'all made me the bad guy. Yeah. Y'all knew what time it started. Yeah. yeah so, uh, but, you know, it was a good time. We had a... Thanksgiving's you know, fun. Same for us. We had tons of people. We had like four tables connected together, chairs on both sides. Big deal. You know, tons of people. So I do it. I was at my pops. What's that? I was at my pops' house. That's right. Yeah, you went to your dad's. Yep. Yeah. So that was. It was interesting. Was <laughs> it was fun. Um, really good conversation. Good. So who all was out there? Is your dad? My your dad, brother? Not my my brother. Brother. My stepbrothers. My dad. My stepmom. My two stepbrothers. Stepbrother's girlfriend. Her dad. Gotcha. Um, couple, two of their cousins. I step- you, I just got some, pop, people popping up. People, then. people yeah. yeah. Uh, two of my stepbrother, my my stepbrother's cousins were there. Um, they're not my cousins. I don't know what you call them, step cousins. I don't know if that's a thing. Yeah. <laughs> how deep does that go? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, and then my aunt showed up, but it was good. You know, we always we talked politics the whole time. Uh, that, that sounds that's terrible. Fun, yeah, yeah, it, that it sounds was terrible. That was awesome. Oh, I know for you it was. Well, so my scrolling my, through Twitter, my, talking my step my stepbrother's girlfriend was there and her dad was there and he was the first to bring it up because he was something about he what he used to do um, was helping people register to vote and um, and he was like, well, I, he's like, I don't want to say that because you know some people are in politics. I don't know where you guys line up. And then my dad's we all kind of stopped because you know where we yeah, where yeah. We are. I'm not going to say anything. Uh, <laughs> the Oswald family uh, loves to talk about no, politics. No, but then then the guy <laughs> said who he. So we were like, oh, he's one of us, you know, it's like all on the same page. So it was like, oh, cool. Um, but let's move off of that. Frags. Yeah, slip yeah, and yeah, say yeah. Something. <laughs> we slip up and say something crazy. We cannot support anything. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. it was a good time. That's yeah, awesome. I ate like crazy. That was fun. Yeah. Yeah, we had a, uh, that's good, man. Just every, so just, so if, you're, if you're listening or watching us live on Facebook, we hope you had a fantastic Thanksgiving as well. Yeah, yeah. we hope you ate some food, slept something. Boy, I took, took mad naps Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. I've been nothing, doing nothing but sleeping. Ooh, so I've been watching The Crown on Netflix. Is it good? It's pretty good. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, they Is it Queen Elizabeth or is it just like mm-hmm. it is Queen Elizabeth? Yeah. So... Um, it's how she became queen, you okay. know, from her dad and all that stuff. And, um, you know, part of me always, like, part of me is, like, Googling the whole time I'm watching because I'm like, is this real? Like, is that how it happened? Like, was her sister really that way? Like, you know, like, so I'm looking into all that kind of stuff. And most of it seems to be. She was young when she yeah, became queen. Yeah, she was in her 20s, I think. Something like so that. maybe 30s. But nah, definitely, nah, I think she's in her twenties. Tell me, it was yeah, and she's old now. She's real old. Yeah, she's like ninety three. She, yeah, she's been queen a long time, seventy yeah. years or something. Yeah, 
So, and Churchill was um, PM when she got in. Just like all that was pretty cool. Um, but so all that to say, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, uh, <laughs> binge watching, bro, on the couch, like especially because the two weeks before that were like hardcore. Go, yeah, go, yeah. go for us. So I was like, I'm chilling. Ashley's like, I'm going shopping. I was like, nope not going so um mm-hmm. i've watched two seasons of the crown in like four days but um only has 10 episodes so it's not a big deal <laughs> so, well <laughs> 20 total hours of the crown. however you have to justify it yeah <laughs> man don't you love that though back in the day you'd have to watch like single episodes yeah yeah, yeah. now we're waiting for the next one to come out yeah which makes it hard See, that's what makes it bad. So they, you know, obviously, at some point, they they got like this upper twenties, lower thirty year old girl playing Queen Elizabeth. Well, at some point, they got to move forward in the timeline. So season three, they bring in a new queen, a totally different person. I'm like, why? Like, you know, like just make the other one aged looking or something. I don't know. Like, don't go messing with the people though. It's like when they tried uh, to switch on Viv on the Fresh, Fresh Prince. Prince. Yeah, See, I was less offended by that than I was. No, because the they went is, they went from a dark skin on Viv to well, a light yeah. skin on Viv. But the thing was, is it was back in the day where it, when the season ended, you had three, four months, mm-hmm. sometimes more before the. So you had like five months to kind of digest that change. I guess. Whereas this was like, I ended one episode and it was an old girl. And then the next episode is this like different lady. I'm like, I don't know how I feel about this. I know what you mean. Yeah. That one hurt. They thought we weren't going to, we weren't going to notice that. What's your, what's your, which Aunt Viv do you like better? A dark skin. But apparently she was very hard to work with. That's what what they said. Why, Why did you pick the dark skin? She was just original. Oh, I feel like she was okay. real. Like, so it had nothing to do with her being dark skinned. No, I think okay. you just get attached to characters. It's like yeah. if you watch the the Office, the U.S. version, and then try to go watch the UK, the British version. I'm just like, it's I don't funny like these, though. I don't like these people. Yeah, no, yeah. get these people out it's of here. It's real Dwight. Yeah, this is not my family. <laughs> so <laughs> these ain't my people. These aren't my people. Yeah. 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 Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, I was uh, man, I was big chilling watching The Crown. So just been hanging out. I can relate to old girl quite a bit. It's pretty interesting. I didn't do much, man. I was just kicking it. Kicking it like a three-legged ninja Mm. all week. (laughs) Weekend. All weekend. Yeah. We don't often get three days of like, of like kind of chilling out. So it was nice. That don't happen here. Nice. Yep. Anyhow. Yep. So we kick off new series this past Sunday. God with us. God with us. And, uh, man, kind of jumping in. It'll be a... It'll be a three-part series by the time it's all said and done. And so, uh, yeah, kind of jumped into um, mountains and valleys mm-hmm. is what so we talked about. It's a fire message. Thanks, man. Appreciate of course. that. Of course. So it was, uh, we'll use the term heavily resourced. We got to pull from a couple of different people. We were putting this one together, but, um, you know, but, uh Yeah. It was super encouraging. We got to got to kind of talk about our boy Eli a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. You did him a little dirty. I'm not going to lie. I, I text. Listen, I text Eli during, when you were preaching. I text him and I was like, yeah, he's really cooking you, bro. And he said he has no business doing me like this in front of all these people. I wasn't really you, cooking him that bad. Like. You had him on the slow roast, man. He was a rotisserie chicken straight from Mr. Pollo, bro. Wow. Oh man, no! I mean, oh, I wasn't. I, I wasn't really roasting him. It didn't seem like the intention. Oh no, it, it wasn't. It wasn't. It was. Yeah. It was. It was. It felt that way to us because we're boys. Yeah, like, no, no, because we love him. Like, so, yeah, yeah. and that's what we do on a daily basis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we roast so, each other mad yeah, around yeah. here. So it was an unintentional roasting. It was hilarious. I was dying laughing. Well, the thing was, is it was like it was funny. But anyone that's ever been in the gym before. Understand. And lifted like that, they know what we're talking about. It's like it ain't that Eli's like super weak. That it wasn't what it's saying. It's just like I mean, <laughs> like <laughs> I'm just saying that uh, it's like when you work out, you do a hard workout, and then you go to burn out after. It don't matter, strongest dude in the world. Like at some it's point, rough. yeah, you can't hardly your muscles walk. just stop working. Old noodle so. legs, yeah. Mm-hmm. So and that's what that's the point that uh, I I, I think it definitely like drove home the the whole um like message in itself yeah. it, was, it was a good illustration of the mess like of of what you're trying to say in the sermon i appreciate so that good. man it's something you get to re-reference yeah as you're working through it so but yeah so we'll get into that uh we talked about 
um, man, mountains and valleys we talked about. And so we, we started off with the scripture um, from Matthew where um, it talks about Jesus coming, you know. And so, Justin, go ahead and read it. Yeah, Matthew one twenty three. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. And so <clears throat> the idea of God with us is kind of talking about um, um, w- clinging to the God that's always with us. And then we talked about doing that in mountains and valleys. Right. Right. So, um, you know, all of us were just talking about Thanksgiving, you know, where we're having like kind of mountaintop experiences. You right. know, you're at the, you're, you're you know, with the uh, Native Americans. Uh, <laughs> Correction. Yep. Uh, and uh, and so you're out there and like you're having a good time. You're experiencing a lot of fun. Right. You know, J.O. We're talking about being with family. Just all those things. Like we've all experienced and we all know what it feels like to be on the mountaintop. Right, right? right. But there's also this like healthy reality of how quickly you can go from the mountaintop to the valley. Yeah. Um, and how, you know, I don't think, I, I, you know, I don't really think any of us realize how fragile our life really is. And what I mean by that is I don't think any of us really, maybe we don't think about it a lot. And I wouldn't think that most people would, cause that would just be a dark place to live in all the time. But I don't think we realize how one phone call oh, can yeah. really just shatter our world. You know what yeah. I mean? Like we're all one phone call away from, um, you know, <laughs> being completely broken, yeah. you know, um, uh, not take that to a real, really dark place, but that's okay. <laughs> but I mean, like, it is the reality, right? Yeah, like, yeah. You know, like um, whether it's a parent or a child or a spouse or whatever, like, just a best friend, you know, yeah. like, um, I mean, those, when those phone calls come through, it's like, you know, you just, you're taken back. Um, and so you can go from the mountaintop to the valley so quickly, you know, one phone call can do that. And I, and, and in the message I referenced how that happened for me, you know, with one phone call and we won't get into all of that today You can go watch the message, at least listen to it to kind of get the full picture of, of how that happened in my personal life, but how you can really go from the mountaintop to the valley so quickly, you know? Um, and so it happens to everyone. Yeah. It will happen to everyone. Yeah. Right. So everyone will experience a moment where they go from one to the other. And so what the point of Sunday's message was to realize that, um, is that Jesus is God with us in both the mountaintops and in the valleys. You know, that was what we were trying to communicate on, on Sunday. Um, and so, uh, you know, we had the line where you, we enjoy God on the mountaintops, but we truly get to know him in the valleys, Yeah, you know? Um, and I think that that's true probably for all, like for all of us, it's, it's at low places where you learn how much you really need God. Not to say you didn't in the mountaintops. I just think sometimes sometimes it's more are, evident. On, yeah, yeah. I think we underappreciate them. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like we, you know, we don't always take the time to give God the credit that we should in the mountaintops. When we get to the valleys, we know how bad we need them. Then right, you know, right. So um, that's a healthy reality. So, but the journey through the valley, you know, we kind of jump into Psalm 84. Um, and so, Justin, go ahead and read that for us. Uh, Psalm 84, 5 through 7. Uh, Blessed are those whose strength is in you, and whose heart are the highways to Zion. As they pass through the valley of Baca, they make it a place of springs. The early rain also covers it with pools. They go from strength to strength. Each one appears before God in Zion. Yeah, and so and a, a, a number of things happens here. Um you know, as we kind of pulled apart Psalm 84, that was really just, we, we kind of just kept visiting that over and over again, uh, and really looking at the number of things that were communicated in it. Um, and the first thing we talked about is like, blessed are those whose strength is in you. Right. Um, and realizing that, you know, Christians, we get to tap into a different kind of strength than the world has, you know, um, there's something that keeps us going, you know, um, and so even when we feel like we're at the end of our rope, like we feel like we can't go any further, we feel like we're just kind of done. Um, there's a, there's another level of strength. And so the Bible, like it's telling us on me for blessed are those whose strength is in, uh, is in Jesus or their strength is in the Lord. Um, and that was kind of where we jumped into roasting your, your boy. It's okay. Sorry, it's okay. Eli. Hey, we, we okay. We do love you. 
So, no, it wasn't a roast. It was just telling a story about him being at my house, you know. So well, yeah, during a workout, yeah. <laughs> and uh, and so the story. I mean, you can go listen to the sermon for the whole story. But the long and short of it is, after a brutal workout, my man is uh, trying to do some shoulder presses, and his arms are just giving out, and and I end up having to spot him. But the more the the more he keeps trying to go, the harder I, as the spotter, am lifting, and it's the story kind of translates to the idea that when you can't go anymore, the heavenly strength that God gives you can help you keep going when you literally don't have any strength left. Right. Um, and so that was, that was key. And that, that kind of takes us to this idea um, that God's strength is made perfect in our weakness. You know, that, that no doubt, yeah. really kind of translates that, uh, that whole, that whole thing. So um, I know I come from, uh, PD, Pastor Dan, my dad, hardworking guy. Yeah. Like everyone's, if you, if you've ever been around here at TC, like everyone knows he's usually like the hardest working person in the building Yeah, at any given time. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I mean, even outside of, even outside of like church stuff. Yeah. I've worked with him, you know, in, in yeah, with at his, his company. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> he's the hardest work to yeah, do. Yeah, we work until it's done. Like it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it is not a game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, he's a super hard worker. Um, and so I think to to a degree, like, not, I, like, I know I get a lot of my drive and grit from him, you know, but I think even for people that are super hard workers, like the, the temptation to like be the, per, like to, to grit, grind, like, pull yourself up by your bootstraps. Like those things we talked about on Sunday, like to like to take on the notion that you don't need anybody. Like, you're going to do this all by yourself. Like, yeah. and then apply that to anywhere in life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like to, to take on that mentality. Um, and that tends to be a lot of people's approach to like life and getting stuff done. Right. Like I don't need anybody, you know, like I can, I can do this all by myself. And the reality is, is like we weren't, we weren't created to be independent, right? Like we were created to be dependent and like God, God constantly puts us in an environment where we have to rely on him. Yeah. Right. So we were, we were created to be dependent on God, not independent from everybody. Um, and so like Psalm, when Psalm says, blessed are those whose strength are in you, it's talking about to the Lord. So blessed are those whose strength is in the Lord. Like, um, so but yeah, so we kind of, we, we navigated a number of different things from Psalm 84. Um, and we, one of the things we talked about, um, is that your valley is the path, pathway to the person of peace. And when you look at, um, different aspects of the verse, and I, I really want to encourage everyone to go back and listen to the sermon yeah, because it would take us a long time to pull this whole thing apart. Um, so I really want to encourage you to go listen to the sermon, but one of the things that I was going to, uh, ask you guys is like, first of all, can you remember a time where you felt like you were going through a valley type situation? Can you, anybody, can you guys remember? Sure. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. If you let him go first, (laughs) (laughs) I can, I can think of something. (laughs) So like, what was, what was, uh, what was your, I guess the word mentality, but like, what was the harder part about being in that season for you? Um, for me, mm-hmm. as a three <laughs> on the Enneagram, on the Enneagram, yeah, it's very difficult because, yes, you know, you yes to all these things, you know, but you know, you're you're when you're wired to achieve or to want to achieve, or and and then you do like the you know those buzzwords now like grind or hustle or whatever yeah you know when you're in a valley and there's nothing you can do to there's nothing you can do in the situation to make it quote-unquote better yeah yeah that's a difficult place to be in not only are you having to deal with whatever the situation is you then have to deal with there's nothing you can do about it right so it's almost double it's almost two hard things mm-hmm. where i think you know then that's just how i'm wired maybe some yeah. people can just i don't want to say rest in that but yeah. you know just deal with it that the situation <clears throat> excuse me what was that did you hear that yeah not only is the situation hard but now you're having to deal with there's nothing you can do about it which is yeah. is a it's almost like a blow um but yeah that's just as a that's just a personality thing yeah um so 
it's not easy. That's rest rough, you know. Yeah. Because because yeah. because in that, I mean, like to, that, it's it's yes and amen to even these points. Like yes, in that you have to rely on the Lord, and it's those type of things and His strength, and you know, you realize that you truly are weak, and without Him, you're nothing anyways. But but <laughs> yeah. nonetheless, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 you know, it's like nonetheless, True. here we are. Um, yeah. So it's just that's not easy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think it was a little different for me, um, and I think it was like that whole that that little season that I went through when I got you know had to get sent back from boot camp that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think my biggest thing was not separating myself. Um, the, 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 what I struggled with the most was like as a type six on the enneagram, um, we we tend to like bottle everything up inside and then we project it on other people. Um, so I think for me it was it was um, like pulling away from pulling away from everybody that could like pour into me and that kind of thing. Um, so I had to find, I had to find like the balance of like, I need to have people, I need to have people that are there with me in my Valley that can help, you know, help me, you know, find my way back out of it. Yeah. Um, and I think my, my biggest thing was just like, okay, I don't want to be around anybody, anything like that. Um, so that was my biggest struggle. But do you, do either one of you guys, did either of you get to the point where you like, kind of almost felt defeated enough to just kind of relate to where you were. In other words, like almost kind of just like, man, like I'm just going to stay here. Like you, you kind of found yourself in a dark place, that low place. And you're just like, ah, just whatever. No. Okay. Um, you know, not like this is where I'm at. It just is what it is. Mm-hmm. I think the relenting comes in as like, you just acknowledge the situation. Right. Like, there's nothing I can do. So the Lord's doing something, you know, to find the positive. What is, this all sucks, but what is the, what is the good? Right. And then, you know, what are we going to do tomorrow? Like, yeah. what are you going to wake up and do what? Which yeah. I think is probably Start moving. a part of the type three that you. No doubt. Yeah. yeah. Surely. Cause no, for me, I, I had a season where I was just like, it is what it is. I'm yeah. just going to chill. Yeah. Like, I just I I really don't even think that way. Yeah, yeah. Because you're just not wired like that. Not at all. I, yeah. I, you you almost can't relent, and you, it's almost yeah. like giving up. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. How old were you when you went through? I mean, different this particular times. Different times. Okay, so yeah, you're not thinking of one in particular necessarily. Um, kind of, but okay. I mean, I, I'm older, older, not, not like as okay. a teenager or anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was 18. Yeah, yeah. And that's why I wonder too. It's like you almost kind of. I think the older you get, you know, it's like at 18, you move back. Yeah, you kind of had this mentality of like, I'm getting rid of everything and I'm going on this new journey. So yeah, when you come yeah. back, there's nothing here for you, and you're like, yeah, you kind of do have the luxury of being if if you could go there mentally of being like, bump it, like, yeah, I'm oh, not going yeah, to do anything. Whereas if we are, you know, at 28, 30, 32, like if you're in that bracket of age, yeah. well, you got bit, like you got to keep, you got to go to work tomorrow. You well, got like you got to do those things, and, you know, yeah. and because so much of house. it. So much of it is is how kind of think you're wired in your personality. Not this is turning into an enneagram talk, but it's here. It's for real. But it's like if you re- there as a three, you know, you're the we're the achievers, mm-hmm. yeah, you're competitive achievers. Yeah, failure is not an option. Right. But just because you're in a valley doesn't mean you're failing. Now to relent and stay in that that could be constituted in that's that mind as failure. Yeah. Yeah. So if anything. You, you view it as a learning experience. Yeah. You know, and you just keep moving. Because if not, to not do that yeah. is is very much failure to but, me, and, and the way I view it. So yeah. it's like, let's let the Lord do whatever he's doing. But yeah. he's also, you know, um, you know, it's like, I always think of like the Lord will guide your steps. Right. But you got to be walking. You got to be stepping. For yeah. You to be guiding the steps. So I got to step now. Like what's, yeah. what's, what's going and on? I, I think, and I think it helped like the, the Valley season, that, that part of like my life wasn't long just because I had people that were type threes and people that were achievers that were like, Hey bro, you can't, you can't stay here. Like yeah. you, the Lord has something for you. You got stuff you got to get accomplished. Like there's a bigger purpose. There's a bigger plan. Like, it's time to go. The beauty is, the beauty is when you start talking and, and you, using your Enneagram as a six and a three, yeah. that's where our lines go. Your line goes to three. My line goes to six. Yeah. Sometimes may need to, as a three, I need to access my six more. Yeah. And maybe you need to slow down and let, maybe, maybe you need to let yeah. that happen a little bit and vice versa. Yeah. You know, um, that's the beauty of, of. Yeah, no doubt. Knowing yourself. Yeah. Because it's real easy to just act like you're not in the valley or like just sweep it under the rug yeah, yeah not yeah. let any maybe change needs to happen maybe there needs to be a renewing but if you're just you know you can almost not allow to happen what needs to happen right 
Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no doubt. Which, is, not, which is not cool. Yeah, because yeah, I think that, uh, you know, for, for different people, I think sometimes age has to do with it. Sometimes personality has to do with it. And I think for some people, uh, you know, like maybe just being completely exhausted has something to do with it. But, yeah. yeah. It depends on what the valley is. And how long you've been in it. Right. You, know, you know, like I think for some people, uh, you know, they've been in a valley so long. They're just like, they've kind of just, they've laid down, they built a house there. Yeah. You know, they're like, this is just, I'm just, just where I'm going to live. Yeah. That's why I was curious if you guys could think of one and how willing and how quickly you were ready to move out of it. I think all of us are always wanting to move out of it, but you know, do you just kind of succumb to like, it, it, you know, and this is just where I'm at. It's going to be what it's going to be like, I think, um, or is it, are you, you know, are you driven to like, and that's a very interesting here. It's a very interesting question in and of it, of itself, just because you know I can view valleys as big things, but then there's every day there's everyday things. Like there are some weeks I'm more. That's what I was gonna say. I'm earlier. more. Yeah. You know, I'm more wanting to do things. And some weeks I'm like, or you know, maybe you've been you know we've been going a couple months. It's yeah. like you know I get around end of October into November. Yeah. Every year I'm I'm I need a break. That's yeah. why I look forward to Thanksgiving. Yeah. You know, so yeah. it's like I get kind of. I wouldn't call that a valley. I'm not down. It's just that it's, I'm not interested in, and grinding and all that. It's and just, that could I'm be not, a day-to-day thing. That I, I, I think. think so, you know, but yeah. I think when I think about what, like when you say mountaintops and valleys, I just think of like big things. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like, I think, yeah, I think, you know, and, and when you're looking at a valley, you know, I, I think more along the lines of, you know, an extended period of time uh, in a low place that you can't control. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's like, so that, you know, that's what we think of when we think of valleys, you know, um, places that, you know, essentially are dry, you know, where, you, you know, you're kind of hurt. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like some of those things where, um, you, you I'm, find yourself. So, yeah, I'm just not trying to be in that for, for too long. No, I, don't I don't think it's a good place to facts. be. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm not trying not, to be there for too long. I'm getting up out of there. Yeah. 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 And, uh, and I think that's the key, right? It's kind of what some of the stuff we talked about on Sunday is like, you know, the reality is like we all have to come to the conclusion that like I may be in a valley, but I'm going through the valley. Like right. Psalm 84 um, and even Psalm 23, like some of these other scriptures, like, you know, it talks about passing through valleys, but at no point do you make a place to like live in the valley. Right. Um, you know, but when we, what we talked about on Sunday and I think it's important is like, there are times where you do have to, um, create time in the valley to meet God there and create time to let him meet you there. Right. You know, um, that's good. And it, cause sometimes it's like, we're in such a grind to get out of it yeah. that we've not, ne- we've not made any time to be with God, to learn what he's trying to let us learn yeah, while we're yeah. there. You know, I think there's a number like, you know, humility, vulnerability, um, character, those types of things are built in the valley. None yeah. of those things are built on mountaintops. You know, you, you, we all know like rich kids that went to, we went to high school with, like we all know spoiled kids. Yeah. Their whole life has been mountaintops and it's evident because, you know, they lack integrity. Not every rich kid, but I'm saying like, we can all think of some that are in that vein. Yeah. Where it's like they never had to build character by going through anything hard yeah. and it's super evident in their life. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, I do. I just thought it too. <laughs> so it's I'll like say their name. What's the name? <laughs> I'm just kidding. No. The Trump boys. Uh, uh, listen, sorry, I'm hey, done with sorry. you. I'm done with you. You said you told me to. <laughs> but you're you my. You're, than you're my boss. Like I didn't think you were. <laughs> <laughs> told me to. But no, like we all know, we 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 can think of people that I was are just, just kidding. We never. <laughs> <laughs> never, never struggled for anything, right? And it's evident, you know what I mean. Like it's it's super easy to see to identify, you know. Um, yeah, that's a very interesting way to look at it, though, is because what's mm, let me piece this together. It's almost like you're using the analogy of like the ones that haven't had to develop those things. Correct. But then, like, they get out on their own or something, and then when they get knocked down, yep, it's like it's this deep, deep valley. And some people are standing there, like, that ain't that we live you, down here, that, like, valley, yeah. <laughs> that, that valley ain't that bad, bro. We live out here, dog. Yeah, yeah. yeah. no, no, it really is. And the reality is, right? Um, the only way out of a valley for the most part, especially if you're going to end up back on top of a mountain, is to climb your way out, yeah, essentially. Um, 
And the thing to remember uh, is, you know, climbing a mountain is hard. Now, I ain't a lot of mountains in Pensacola. I don't do it often. I have, you know, climbed trails and stuff like that in, like, Gatlinburg, Tennessee, and some of these other you mountains. You ever been to Stone stuff. Mountain in Atlanta? I have. It's a doozy. So, but that's, like, you know, when you start thinking about those types of things, like, that, those, that's a difficult thing. Like it takes yeah. work. You got to like, you know, your hands are going to get dirty. You're going to get tired. You're using muscles. You didn't know that you use oh, when yeah. you like, and, and so, but the more you do it, the more you realize like what you're capable of, you know? And I think that, you know, no one sets out to clown to climb Mount Everest on their first time climbing. <laughs> right? certainly like, not they wouldn't make it like right you no. know what i'm saying like so uh but the people that stand at the foot of mount everest and like oh we're gonna climb this thing they start like they climbed stone mountain then they climb like some of the smoky mountain then they climb yeah. those mountains and it's like because they've climbed other mountains mount everest seems possible for them right and i think for other people when they're talking about being in valleys people that have never had to climb their way out of a valley when they finally end up in one when they're at the foot of the mountain that they're looking at, it seems impossible, but it's only possible to the people that have, that have already climbed out of smaller ones. Like, yeah. so it's, it's like an incremental experience yeah. that I think we go through with valleys and mountains and stuff where we have to, we have to get our way out and it's not through grit and grind necessarily, but it is like, and that's Whoa. why I think it's important that we create space because God has to meet you in your valley you got to learn what you what God's teaching you and showing you and helping you with character, humility, integrity, um, and character can be a number of things. Like you know, um, uh, character can be the understanding of the necessity of how hard you have to work right. to reach the things that it takes. Like yeah. no one falls face first into their own success that God has for them. They can fall face first into somebody else's, but they don't fall face first into their own. You know, and so. Um, so it just takes, it takes that work, you know, and, and when we create a space, like, you know, when, on Sunday we use the term dig a well, but when we create a well or a space or a time or a container to, to hold God's presence in the valley, you know, then we can learn from what we need to learn from. We can un- gain the understanding and we can start moving again. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but some of us need, you know, like, man, some people I try to tell them like, man, what is God trying to teach you? Yeah. In this, like you're at a low place and man, I think like don't waste it. Yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of times people are so focused on being in that low place and there's just like circumstances. Give me out, give me out, give me out that. Yeah. That they're not focused on, uh, on the lesson that the Lord's trying. Cause you said it yesterday. I think you said, um, like in the valleys where we experience growth and like people, yeah. if, if you're not, if you're so focused on your circumstance and you're not looking for what the Lord's trying to show you in that valley. Yeah. And I think we see that a lot. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, every, every time I sit down with someone, you know, the one thing that I continue to tell almost every single person that I'm talking to when they're going through something hard, it's like, you know, what, what is God, number one, what is God trying to show you right now? And I, I, I can guarantee you what he's trying to show you is that he's bigger than your circumstances. Yeah. Um, and you don't need your circumstances change. You just need to be closer to him. In other words, like, what if you didn't get back to the mountaintop that you came from? Right. What if you didn't get what you're praying for? What if you didn't get what you're hoping for? Yeah. Is he still God? Yeah. Because if he's not God anymore in your life because he didn't give you what you wanted, you were never worshiping God in the first place. You were worshiping your own whatever version that, of him. Yeah. Or whatever that thing or is. Or whatever yeah. that thing is. Right? And so it's like trying to help. I think sometimes, you know, I tell people sometimes, like, he's a jealous God. Yeah. Like he won't share first place in your heart with anything else. Right. So sometimes he has to let you lose something that you value and you have turned yeah. into a God so that he can become what he needs to become in your life. Yeah, and he'll give you stuff back, but he'll never come in second place in your life. Right. So, but the people that are the closest to God and the people that keep God in his rightful place, the people who, are, who, who have Jesus as the number one thing in their life, no matter what comes against them, no matter what happens in their life, it won't shake the fact that Jesus is the absolute necessity and truth in their life. They're also the ones that just don't often get shaken. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's kind of like things come at them and they're just kind of like, yeah, well, you know, they may cry. They may be angry. Don't get me wrong, but there's this unusual peace and calm about them that some people don't have. Yeah. 
and I, I see peace and calm, but for some reason, like, I, when you were, like, talking about this, you know, yesterday, I was like, and we're talking about it at Connect, actually, tonight, about, I feel like it's a, a lot of patience. I yeah. feel like, you know, we're talking about every, we're always in, like, in a rush, you're in a valley, you're in a rush to get out, yeah. and you're missing what, you know, you're missing what the, um, you know, what the Lord has for you. So I just keep hearing, like, patience and just being, mm-hmm. like, not necessarily content with being in the valley, but, like, content on, like, learning taking the time that's necessary in the valley to like discover what the Lord is trying to show you through. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. Cause, Cause what, here's the real question. Like this is a question that none of us will answer. None of us will probably answer honestly, unless, you know, but it's like, uh, or at least most people wouldn't answer honestly. Uh, you know, if you can have the valley with God or the mountaintop without him, which one would you take? Right. You know, and it, like naturally all of us would be like, Oh, valley with God. But it's like, until you're presented it, yeah. You know what I mean? Until you're presented that career mm-hmm. that it's going to take you away from the Lord. It's going to take yeah. you away from like all the things that he's doing in your life. It's going to take you away from your church, serving small groups. It's going to take you away from all of that, but it's going to give you double your income. Yeah. And we can all name 10 people right now, past, present, <laughs> like what, uh, uh, that have made that decision that would have never said, Oh, I'll definitely take God in the Valley over the mountaintop without him. But they go ahead and choose the mountaintop without him <laughs> right. yeah, every yeah, yeah. single time, you know, and uh, to not think so highly of ourselves to think that they weren't, we're not possible of making the same mistake. Um, and so it's just important to understand kind of like you're talking about it. Is it's like, man, you got to be real honest with yourself about what it is you're going for and yeah. and how hard you're working for the things that we're, we really need God to give us and, um, and what it looks like when you don't get them. Yeah. You know what it looks like when you finally get the degree and then God says, perfect. I know you spent four years going after the degree. Now I want you to move to South Africa and live in a hut and be a missionary for the rest of your life. You know, right. you're like, yeah, you know, like, so, um, but I mean, God has, God has that kind of access to our lives and that kind of control in our lives, you know, but you said, you said something that was really important. And we talked about that on Sunday. Um, you know, this idea that, uh, we're always in a rush. Yeah. We're always in a hurry. Yeah. You know, and we even talked about that, like God rarely reveals himself to people that are rushed. Yeah. You know, it's like, if you're in that constant, we talked about Moses. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, like the bush. Know, will, the, yeah. Like going yeah. by the, you know, the bush and, yeah. and, uh, he's like, no, no, no. Like take your shoes off. Yeah. Stay a while. Right. It, it's funny because, like, as I was getting ready for tonight, because uh, we're, you know, I'm speaking on, we're talking about patience. Yeah. Um, and I was like, I was like, like studying, and I was like, man, it's crazy how like patience is a fruit of the spirit. Yeah. So if we're gonna, if we're gonna get patience, if we're gonna learn how to develop our patience, we have to draw closer to the Holy Spirit. That's right. And it's like, like <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. So yeah. And what does that take? It doesn't take more doing. No. There was a phrase that I took out of my sermon from Sunday. Yeah. Um, it's like, if you need to be closer to God, it's going to require less doing and more dwelling. Exactly. Oh, that, <laughs> I'm, I'm stealing that. <laughs> I'm no that. one from Connect listen to this. Until <laughs> no, 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 because I'm using that tonight. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, if we if we want to be close to God, it's going to take less doing and more dwelling. Yeah. You know, so, yeah. and and being close to the Holy Spirit and having that patience and slowing things down. And, yeah. Um, and, and I mean this with as much grace and love as I can possibly mean it, but Ooh. stop whining. Like say it again. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> you are in the Valley and it yeah. is hard and you will come out of it, you know? Um, but like God knows you're there. So you don't really have to remind him. Yeah. You know, now don't get me wrong. We've all, you know, we've, we've all been in positions where we were telling the Lord, like, you know, I hate this. I don't want to be here anymore. Yeah. Um, you know, but some people I think are like, (laughs) I think of them as like the kid that is like, wants a sucker at the store. Yeah. So he's just going from person to person like, Hey, 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 you know, and they're going from like person to person like, Hey, I'm really going through a rough time. Hey, I'm really going through a rough time. Yeah. Hey, I'm really going through a rough time. And it's like, don't be wrong. You need some people in your life, but like, like you need to start talking about what you're learning and how you're developing in your valley, not just complaining that you're there. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know? Um, and so, yeah. Cause it's like, you know, there are some people you ask them like, man, how's it going? They're like, well, it's like yeah. the minute someone starts at that, I I'm walk like, away. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. What'd you say? Yeah. I, I gotta go. Gotta go. Sorry. You know, cause it's like, you know, the, you know, it's just, it just, it just is what it is, man. Yeah. Like so some people just want that 
they want that sympathy in that space, you know? Yeah. Um, <laughs> if they're, they're going to Justin for it. They're not going to find it. <laughs> they're, they're Pastor the, Justin. They're at the sitting in the wrong office. Wrong office. No, Justin no. has sympathy. It's just like, I have sympathy for people who are going through stuff. No doubt. But aren't choosing to stay in their stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we, we go through stuff, but yeah, no, I, I don't. Cause some of the people I think what you're saying is sometimes it's like, may not even really be that much of a valley. Yeah. But sometimes people's identity is, is almost wrapped up in, in that. It's, I just don't, I just don't yeah. have the, it's not the, I just don't have the patience. So, like borderline martyrdom. Right, 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 right. You know? yeah, and I just don't have the patience for that. Yeah. Um, which, you know, I'm, I, I'm, I'm quite a weird, uh, you know, in this co- the the calling and role that we have to not have patience for that. But yeah. I don't I don't I don't actually think just because someone is in ministry yeah. means they have to all day of put course. up with people who but just I, like martyred them. I think of course a lot of times what happens is this is not the first time that they've sat down with us. Yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. like we've already talked about this. Facts. I already told you yeah, what you, we need you to ask do to for fix advice. It. Yeah. Well, and especially because it's like you know I, I asked someone just the other day. Justin was with me. You know, I was on the phone with someone, and and I, I they're going through some stuff, and I was like, but you're not you're not hearing me. Yeah, like you still haven't learned what I try to tell you. God's trying to teach you two months ago. Yeah, so like. You know, you're you're still you're calling, and I don't have any problem helping disciple people through stuff. No, of course, this course is not. Of course this not. is what we do, right? And yeah. I think that's what we're talking about. Even with Justin, it's like yeah. we don't have a problem doing it. The thing is, it's like God is building your character. He is helping you become who He has called you to become. Like He is doing all those things in your life, and that's even like towards the end of our message, we said that like going through the valleys up to God, but staying there is up to you. Yeah. So like. What's almost like when you when <laughs> learn from it yeah. when we accept the fact that valleys come without them how do you even appreciate the mountaintops that's why I don't have the patience sometimes for some some of that it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. you're in it bro like we're this is part of it can't change it's it. part of it keep yeah. stepping and like what are you learning what's your next step yeah. yeah what's happening but like other than that it's like I. It's not that I, I don't. It's not that I almost said I don't feel sorry for you. Maybe sometimes you do. You know, it's there's empathy. There's not sympathy. Yeah. You yeah. know, because we go. I go through them too, but it's just part of the walk. Yeah. You know, it's like and how if without it, how do you appreciate the the mountain? Yeah, I think it's like the whole uh, "woe is me" attitude. Yeah, I'm just not down yeah. with that. Yeah. Yeah, and that, I mean, it's the that's what it, even you know. uh God gave Job what like twenty seven chapters, yeah, <laughs> to talk, like you know to hear his story of how bad things were and let him complain and do all that stuff. You know, it's like finally God steps in and is like, "Where were you when I put the sun, moon, and stars into place?" Right. Yeah, like tell me more about how how much you know. <laughs> and yeah. it's like Joe's like, "Oh, uh, okay, all right, you got it, you got it." Yeah, 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 yeah <laughs> I'm like, done. And I think God does that to us sometimes, where He's like, yeah. like. You know, he'll let us go for so long. And then at some point he's like, okay, like, okay. Yeah. Where were you? You know what I mean? When I like, and, and even to take a step further, it's like, how much credit did you give me when I gave you the job that now that you lost, you feel like you're in a valley? Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, and I think sometimes he, he gives us healthy reminders. If nothing else, he puts people in our place to give us healthy reminders. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, to tell you like, Hey, listen, you are being ridiculous right now. Or to tell you like, Hey, (laughs) how you feel right now is totally justified. And the place that you're in right now is okay. And it's okay to be angry, sad, upset, whatever, whatever. It's okay to be there. And then they're there with you to help walk you out because those people are important. And then sometimes it sounds like, Hey, get your crap together because you're choosing to stay in this place and you don't have to. Yeah, uh, mentally at least, you know. Yeah, and sometimes you just want to be honest with you, like you know this, you know those people that go through the quote unquote their their quote unquote valley. It's like, man, you know, I, I lost my job. Like, why would God, you know, why would He allow this to happen? Like, well, why are you bring God into this? You're the one that calls out twice a month <laughs> right. for the last year. Right. You've <laughs> you, been late every day for you six did years. This. <laughs> yeah, what are you talking about, God? Like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? Like, yeah. yeah, yeah, you're in a valley, but like, yeah, you know, why are you mad at God for? Instead, and, let's yeah. learn from this. And what's He teaching? Facts. Like, and, maybe when He gives you the next job, you honor your commitments and show up when you say you're going to. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, totally. And even on top of that, like. You know, how we we all know people right now that will complain about their job, talk about how much they don't like it, wish they made more money, but they'll never put in a resume anywhere else. Yeah. Like, God, I really wish that I was, you know, had a better place to work at. 
So finally God's like, well, you obviously aren't in a hurry to get anywhere, so let me help you get there so that he takes away our job. goes back to what I said. Like, he'll guide your steps, but you got to be stepping. Sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, so he lets you lose a job, and yeah, it feels like a valley for two weeks because you don't know what's going to happen. But the good part is, you know, you may be in the middle of your chapter, but God's already finished your book. Yeah. You know, so it's like uh, he knows that there's something coming, and then all of a sudden you get this job. Right? And we, we can name off tons of people. It's like they lost their job. Things were looking terrible. They get a new job, making more money. Like God, yeah. you know, God just blesses them above and beyond. And then you want to go back. Like you wish you had a recording of them complaining and being like, see what you sounded like. Yeah. yeah. You know? Um, but it's like, we, n- none of us see past our current like situation and pain. Right. So what God could be doing. And so I think that's important when you're in your valleys is like, see how God wants to grow you, how he wants to develop you. Stay close to God when you're in those moments. Like, man, don't, don't let yourself become bitter you know, truly let the valley, uh, what God's trying to do with you in the valley, make you better for a lack of better terms. But you know what yeah. I mean? Like learn and develop and let God mold you and put yourself in a position that when he does get you out of this valley, whatever that looks like, um, that you truly are closer to him than you've ever been. Mm-hmm. You truly are giving him, like, you come out of that valley saying, like, God, I'm not going to take you for granted anymore, and then really don't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, so those things are helpful, too, you know. That's good. So. Awesome. Anyways, that was it, guys. You can go check out the full sermon uh, on our website, transformationchurch.com. Um, click on media and all that good stuff. So For sure. But, yeah. Um, Juwan, thanks for being on the podcast, man. Thanks for having me. Appreciate you. God is dope. God oh, is yeah. dope. His sweater. God is dope. God is gonna, dope. I gotta get one. Oh, I ordered more Art of Homage stuff. I, oh. You know, I'm gonna start getting more of that stuff. <laughs> I ordered some. Shout out. I ordered some more. Shout yeah. out. Get so, sponsored. Nice. Yeah. They got that South Beach collection. It matches my, my South Beach Jordan 1 yeah. retros. Uh, stop. The Swoop Tees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so swoop Tees. Pink and green and all that stuff. We're gonna get Pastor Justin on the Swoop Tees. No doubt. I don't know if Polo makes Swoop Tees. <laughs> it's, it's worth a look. <laughs> Ralph Lauren. Anyways, thank you guys for uh, for stopping in. We appreciate it. Justin, for tell me sure. you can find more about us. Online, transformationchurch.com or Instagram and Facebook at Transformation Pensacola. All right, guys. Appreciate you tuning in with us. We'll see you next week for another week, another sermon, another follow-up podcast. See you. See you guys. Thanks for tuning in to the Transformation Church weekly follow-up podcast. It would mean so much to us if you would subscribe, like, and review on iTunes. You get double points if you show us love by sharing it with your friends. Don't forget you can follow Pastor Justin and Pastor Brad on Instagram and Twitter at Justin Oswald underscore and at Brad Livingston underscore. You can tweet them your questions and comments or email them to us at followup at transformationchurch.com. For more info on Transformation Church, visit us online at transformationchurch.com and on Instagram and Facebook at Transformation Pensacola. We'll be here next week where we will help create context and drive conversation to learn more of what God has for us.